0: This podcast number 840 with Tom Palladino is brought to you by Steve Behrman, the author of a new book entitled Healing Beyond Pills and Potions, Core Principle for Helpers and Healers. I'm happy to say that Steve's book is about the journey he took to find alternative ways of treating his patients. He is someone who looked for non-surgical cures and uses hypnosis and and neurolinguistic programming as a simple but effective means to help patients deal with their many ailments. His new book, Healing Beyond Pills and Potions, is a book for the healthcare givers as well as anyone wanting to learn how effective these techniques are in dealing with your own health issues, but most importantly how you treat patients psychologically, which makes a huge difference in the outcome and cure of their ailments and diseases. If you want to learn more about Steve Behrman and his new book, Healing Beyond Pills and Potions, please visit his website at HealingBeyondPills.com. And now for our featured podcast, I hope you enjoy listening to my interview with Tom Palladino as we talk about scalar energy. Happy listening! Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Voison, the host of Inside Personal Growth. And Tom, as I do every time I come on my show, I have to thank the listeners that come from around the world because we really get them from everywhere. Uh, we're on with Tom Palladino and Tom is an interesting gentleman with an interesting, what do we call energy concept that we're going to be talking about called scalar energy. Now for many of you out there, uh, if you go type it in the internet and you go type it in the internet, you're going to see it pop up. If you go to Amazon and type it in, you're going to see all kinds of products around it. But Tom is the real deal and here's why Tom is a researcher and humanitarian seeking to make a difference in the world by providing people with the education and tools to restore optimal health and by helping enhance their quality of life. Tom began research with scalar energy during his undergraduate years after developing a deep admiration for the father father of scalar energy research, uh, Nikola Tesla. He was also able to study the work of a man, Hieronymus, who continued research on scalar energy and Hieronymus's major contributions, including unbinding the RNA and DNA bonds of microbes, plaguing the agricultural industry rendering them harmless. The existence of such energy not found within the electromagnetic spectrum fascinated Tom. Inspired by these findings, he pursued a course of independent study seeking to better understand and subsequently harness scalar energy through the development of an instrument called scalar light. If you go to Tom's website, Scalar S-C-A-L-A-R-L-I-G-H-T dot com, You can learn more about Tom. You can learn more about what he's doing. But during this interview, you're going to learn a lot about scalar energy and why Tom was so passionate about uh, doing this. So, Tom, let's just start off with that. Um, You know, you and I have spoken once before, and I was really taken by what you're doing. And I'm interested in how did you get so in twined in this that it it just became like your this is your life's work
1: it is it is that's that's well put it is my life's work why because god has called me to this and i i feel that i have to do this i must do this this is the path that was chosen for me and i do it to honor god and i do it to help people it has been a lifetime of research it's a lot of work and you you have to have that disposition that you you really want to help to see mankind prosper, and that's always been my my angle. I've always wanted to see the world benefit from technology, and this technology, scalar technology, it's a new and emerging science, but it's going to help mankind.
0: So, what was your undergraduate work in? What is it that uh, got you from mm-hmm. where you were? to really diving into this. And I know you said you were called by God to do it, and I appreciate that. Um, and I understand that when you get those kind of callings to be of service to mankind, um, you can't just turn them off. Uh, you, you've literally, you just keep digging in and digging in and digging in until you find solutions. But what was it that you were doing that kind of tri- tripped the trigger for you? At an early
1: age, I read about Nikola Tesla. And even though as, as an 11-year-old and a 12-year-old, I was not a, a physicist, nonetheless, I knew that this man was on something. And mm-hmm. I devoted my academic career to t- trying to follow in his footsteps, the great inventor, Nikola Tesla. And it's always a- occurred to me that Tesla was working with scalar energy, although the rule doesn't consider that. Later in his life, he discovered scalar energy, and many of his inventions were scalar energy instruments. And with that in mind, I said, well, electricity is fine, but really that's not my proclivity. My pro- proclivity is to study a different energy, which is scalar energy. It's not electricity. And really with Tesla as that watershed event in my life, I decided to make a career out of scalar research.
0: Yeah, and that you've done. So when my listeners you go to scalarlight.com, you're going to see some of the instruments that Tom's been I I wouldn't say tinkering with, but inventing and doing all kinds of things. So let's let our listeners know, Tom, where does scalar energy originate and kind of describe its nature? Because, you know, we're all here about energy. All we are is energy. That's all day long. And it's how we expend our energy that really is the most important thing. Um, I also want to get into this space-time continuum that you talk about within this because I find that very interesting. But let's talk about us as physical beings in a uh, there's always been this saying, Tom, about are we spiritual beings in the physical world? Are we physical beings in the spiritual world? And there is a crossover here for you, you know. Um, and I want and I want to look at this concept of where it comes from the energy and describe the nature of it
1: sure so if we look at this concept of scalar energy and that's the term in vogue today now some people might call that prana or chi or um, zero point energy so Mm -hmm. these are synonymous terms for that other energy if you will so where does it originate from it's it's obvious from the stars all energy in the universe originates. All light originates from the stars. Look at the universe. Take take a, a really good macroscopic view of the universe. It's the stars that are the powerhouses, the storehouses of this energy.
0: And but the I've biggest happened, star is the sun. Well,
1: it, it's not the biggest star, but closest to us. Well, yes. the
0: one that we get most of our light and right. energy from. Correct. So, exactly. or exactly. all of it, I should say. Yes. Right. Yeah.
1: And that's what I'm tapping into, the sun's energy, the energy of the stars. So this is really the the what I consider the quintessence of the universe. This is the, the primal force in the universe, scalar energy. And I've always said this, electricity and magnetism is a derivative. It's an offshoot, if you will, of scalar energy. So when I really want to work with nature and control nature and command nature, that's all my instruments do. I work with the control of scalar energy, which allows me to have consummate control over nature.
0: So what's the difference between what you're doing and I've been doing a little bit of research and I went on Amazon and I typed in scalar energy and there's a guy that's got a can with Tesla for 600 and something dollars and there's people with pendants and there's, you know, and people have been talking about how our cell phones emit, you know, these various things and how we can protect ourselves. Tell us the difference between, what it is that you're doing with this energy to heal people versus what you might consider. And I might consider would be some dubious items that people could buy off of the internet, which probably don't do anything.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, let me just concentrate on my work. Um, okay. As a scientist, as a researcher, I've devoted 40, 50 years to this topic. And I learned from the Masters. There's two men, Tesla and Hieronymus. And I've studied both of these pioneers in scalar energy research. And specifically to Hieronymus, I've copied his instruments. In many ways, I've copied his instruments. So that is my foundational uh, understanding of scalar energy. I learned from the Masters. Now, I I shy away from making any comparison to what I'm doing, what others are doing, because my instruments simply are unique. Now, when did Hieronymus die? Uh, eighty-eight, nineteen eighty-eight. I uh, nineteen eighty-eight. Okay, okay. He was born in eighteen yeah, okay. yeah. okay. yeah, ninety-five, actually. Wow. And he, he he lived a rather robust life. <laughs> a great a great man. I, I never met him, but I met his wife, ah. and I learned from the Hieronymus family. <laughs> And what what is that so important? Well, he's one of the few pioneers who ever captured this energy and controlled it. You have to harness, capture this energy, and then work with it, experiment with it. So he's one of the few experts on the planet. He's deceased, obviously. Yeah. And that, well, that now was you're really, the
0: expert. <laughs> well, I,
1: I, I would I would like to say I'm following in his footsteps. Thank you, Greg, for that. But it, this is it's so crucial to understand science is infinite and you have to really narrow your focus and this is what I've done with scalar energy research I've narrowed my focus to this new and emerging science and I've learned from my predecessors the the experts that I would call them and I've followed in their footsteps so now I'm I'm continuing on with their work so with that said my work is unique because it goes back to Hieronymus his work was unique and we don't deviate from that path because what works, works.
0: Right. So let me ask you this. What is the difference between the scalar energy and electromagnetic energy? It, it's very simple.
1: The, our sun, the stars produce scalar energy at the very core, at the very center of our sun and stars. I believe it's divine energy is scalar energy. And therefrom, you will have a degradation of that scalar wave. It's a double helix and the degradation the collapsing of that scalar wave then manifests as electricity and magnetism. <clears throat> so simply stated, scalar energy is the primary energy of the universe and electromagnetic energy, electricity and magnetism is the derivative.
0: Well, that brings in this scalar light. Um, y- you say... Scalar light, you can turn on the ability to form our own nutrients. So, you're using this to heal people. Let's go to the main reason for your existence, which is why you were given this calling, is to use this. How does this energy work to help my listeners heal ailments? Let's say they've got arthritis, or they've got um, back problems, or they've got heart issues, or they've got whatever it might be how can they harness scalar energy and especially cuz we're going to say you're mention, you're going to give 15 free sessions yes everybody who's listening we're going to put the link and that's quite an offer i want want to say to my listeners that tom's being quite generous because he wants you to actually do this and he uses pictures so i want you to kind of explain the process as well okay
1: So let me distinguish, again, with scalar energy, this is not electricity. So it's a different technology. How do I work with people? I work with people by way of their photograph. You will visit our website, find the link for the 15-day free trial, then you will email us your photograph. All I need is a photograph of your, your face. So I work with people by the quantum dimension which is an energetic dimension. And why is a photograph important? Because I can access your energetic dimension by way of your photograph. So this is the new technology that we're experiencing now, that you don't have to visit a masseuse. You, you don't have to visit a, a health practitioner. You send me your photograph. I work in the quantum realm because your photograph carries your energetic signal. And what I've discovered with a photograph, it's the exact mirror-like image of a person. So if you sent me your photograph today, Greg, I could I could pinpoint what type of bacteria and fungi you have in you by way of your photograph. So your photograph is the real-time reporting agent as to your health, as to your, your constitution. And with that said, with these instruments... Working remotely by way of a photograph, I'm able to identify viruses, bacteria, and fungi, and then break down or disassemble those viruses, bacteria, and fungi.
0: So, so there's this, a lot of there's a lot of people out there, Tom, that are probably listening right now, and and they're saying, "Hey," or, and I, I'm thinking to myself, "Are you the only one that can do this?" Because the reality is, if if you learned from the father of this, yes. There probably aren't a lot of other people that took into his footsteps. Right. So so how are you duplicating the ability to actually meet the demand of the number of people that might want to have this happen? I know that sounds like a weird question, but no. it's really not because you have to start teaching other people how to do this.
1: It, it's pertinent. It's pertinent. And, and let me go back to the history. <clears throat> I, I met the Hieronymus family in 1993, you know, close to 30 years ago. I, myself, I'm 61 years of age. And the people then that I was working with, they're all deceased, Greg. Nobody's mm. taking this up. Mm. They're they're deceased. So as I understand, and looking at the internet, I think I'm the only person in the world that's doing this. Right. I don't think I have anybody else who's followed in the footsteps of Tesla and Hieronymus, duplicated their instruments, and is now duplicating the
0: results. I would say that's true because I did a, quite a thorough search and looked all through the pages and I just see a lot of products. Right. I don't see people doing what you're doing. No, no.
1: And you you won't find my tr- track record anywhere on the internet either. Right. I'm a result driven researcher. I believe in performance and I've waited 30 years to bring forward my, my research and my results because I, I wanted to perfect this, this protocol, this technique. And after 30 years, I can guarantee people it works. This is a repeatable, uh, 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 um, uh, an instrument that can repeat this function. It's a repeatable uh, function. And in so doing, we have a great deal to offer mankind.
0: So let me ask you a question. You're a Christian. Yeah, when you look at chakras and you look at all the things from the Eastern philosophy, clearing Mm -hmm. energy of a chakra, because we talked about this before, how do the two of these kind of relate? Because Christianity and people who are Muslim, right, or mm-hmm. Hindu, you know, it, it wasn't like, yes, there's similarities. Everybody's trying to get a path to the, the highest path to reach God, right? But tell me how this is working, because I think it's a fascinating endeavor to say you're a super strong Christian. You want to heal all the people in the world if you can through scalar energy. Yet, on the other hand, uh, much of this energy that people talk about through your chakras, or whether you're getting, uh, let's just use this for an example, acupuncture, acupressure, all these Eastern philosophy things, where does that cross?
1: Mm-hmm. The, the point is to unify mankind. Right. The, the world is too divided. And when we use a term such as chakra or a meridian, well, God created the chakras, the meridians. Right. And, and you really cannot pigeonhole the term chakra to one philosophy, one religion. If God created it, it's universal. And that's what I'm trying to get at with with my research. Not only do I want to treat the world, but I want to unite the world. We're too divided. And many of these encumbrances are man-made. Many of these divisions are simply our, our doing, which is wrong. So let's bring down these walls and let's work together. So when I work with people around the world by way of their photograph, people email me photographs, it's it's universal healing. And what do I see with this? We're going to eventually have a universal language and a universal understanding that we are united. We, we should help one another. We're all from God. We're all children of God. And that would be one of my, 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 my focuses moving forward, to unite mankind. And if scalar energy will be the – the means to unite mankind and let's do that.
0: Well, there might be many things that work, but scalar energy could certainly be uh, one. And obviously, like I said, a minute ago, you have to duplicate yourself to be able to reach 7.7 billion people on the planet yep. because Tom can't do it by himself. Correct. So what is the future of scalar energy and how will it's acceptance serve to change the world for the better?
1: Well, let's look at the, by way of analogy, let's look at the computer. A hundred years ago, there wasn't a computer. Right. And over the past 50 years, we've really developed c- computers and, and we see this trajectory. is just it's incredible And in how computers really mandate our lifestyle right now. They, yeah. they really are in control of our lifestyle. Let's just face it. And perhaps scalar energy will follow a similar trajectory. First comes awareness, education, then acceptance, and then we'll take off. Just like the computer.
0: Okay. All right. So uh, because you know, when you approached me and I got your email, I didn't know anything, and I'm pretty well exposed to lots of philosophies and beliefs and books and people that have written all kinds of things. And even in your case, you haven't written a book. We're doing this interview. 98% of the people that come on the show are authors, and I was so intrigued that I wanted to do it. So tell us if you would, we've talked a little bit about it, But you have people that have testimonials. The other thing is, is I want you to be able to, if you can, if you've got other than the videos at your website, if you've got something at YouTube, I want you to be able to tell our audience about that. Tell us what you've experienced when working with this, with people, as far as their healing, uh, their mental frame of mind. I mean, You might find people that, that send you their picture and they're depressed, right? I would assume that this works quite well for things like depression. Yes, yes, it does.
1: Why does scalar energy, why does a scalar energy session help people with depression or or say some psychological issue? Because the mind functions on scalar energy. And if I can download scalar energy into the mind, into the seven meridians, then that's a reboot. That's a reprogramming of our brain waves. our reprogramming of our seven chakras. So I firmly believe that we think, and that thinking is a function of scalar energy. So as a thought is really a scalar wave, It's a, it's a scalar thought. And we perform a, a chakra balancing for one hour every day. And many people say that this downloading of scalar energy, now always by way of their photograph, a chakra balancing for one hour will allow people to achieve a state of tranquility peace harmony some people say that this has lifted their depression so i believe that the the pathway to human health in the future specifically mental health will be by way of scalar wave technology we will use energy to reprogram our mind to reprogram our seven chakras I've so is it coming
0: that. through the crown, crown? I mean, this may be a silly question, but when you think about it, when people meditate, the role that they're trying to do is get closer to God, get, yeah. hot, get connection with God. Yes. Coming through the crown chakra, many Eastern philosophies will say that's the inner point, then through the spine, yeah. right? Yes. Obviously, thus the posture that people are supposed to hold and the way that they hold their body. Is is yours kind of a similar I mean do you, you don't ask people to sit and meditate? You obviously take their picture and right. you do something. So how does that uh, how does that enter the body right. or the cells of the body? Well, is it we'll a- cellular transmission?
1: When we observe this sun energy or star energy, it's ubiquitous. It's everywhere. So when I place a photograph inside my instrument, that person is babed, is, if you will, overwhelmed with scalar energy. And in so doing, we don't pinpoint one point on the body because scalar energy is a blanketing, if you will. It's it's okay. as some might say, the matrix of the universe. So I don't pinpoint the crown chakra. To the contrary, your entire body is suffused with this light, and and that that bathing of of this light allows all of your cells to participate in this light, which is non physical. So working with scalar energy, non physical light, I can impart this energy from head to toe, so to speak, every cell in your body, including your mind, right? Your, your, your subconscious starts to participate in this non-physical paradigm.
0: So um, you explain if you would, because this was an interesting question about how scalar energy is the cause of time. Mm-hmm. I mentioned 10 minutes ago, we were going to talk about that. Yeah. Why is that?
1: Scalar energy is the cause. It is light is the cause of of the universe. What do I mean by that? Well, if we look at scalar energy, then it has to be the cause of time. If you you look at the nature of scalar energy in composition, it's a double helix. Now, if, if you rotate that double helix in one direction, time moves forward. So as scalar energy moves, that's the progression of time. To reverse a scalar wave, time would move backwards. Creation is always simple. It's from God. God is simple. Creation is simple. It's it's the effect. It's the downstream effect that becomes complicated. But in, at its very root, it's the rotation of a scalar wave that creates the forward movement of time. If you stop a scalar wave, time will stand still. If you reverse a scalar wave, time will flow in reverse. There was a great uh, Russian physicist. Uh, uh, and he he once um, Kozarev he once described time as the flow of energy, and he's right, the flow. So if you really want to look at time, it's a flow of energy. That energy can flow forward, or it can flow backwards.
0: So here we are, these spiritual beings inside these physical bodies. The physical yeah. bodies are what are yeah. carrying us around to do the work we're doing. Explain if you would, you know, we're seeing people live longer. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, scalar energy, if people are working with it and it does what you say that it will do, it should have effect on people's longevity. Yes. Um, I don't know what the oldest person was. I think she was 123, actually. Um, But in essence, to live a good long life and to live a healthy, good long life, which is Kind of what you're saying is, hey, we want to use this to help heal people, but not only help heal people, but actually have them have a more productive and engaged life. Uh, explain, if you would, um, how that how this is helping people with with all of not just ailments, but their longevity, because I look at you. You said you're sixty what, 61, 61. Yeah. OK, and I'm 66. So looks aren't deceiving i mean you look at people today and you go hey they're in their 60s they're still like they're in their 40s
1: good point so what what is it about scalar energy that can lead to our longevity to sound health we are slowing down the aging process i believe i've slowed down my aging process considerably Mm -hmm. now consider if scalar energy is the cause of time and if my body is now bathed in scalar energy then I'm slowing down the degradation. I'm slowing down what we could call free radical damage. I'm slowing down the the biochemical processes that lead to aging, that lead to disease. So once you're in this different paradigm, you're no longer an electromagnetic paradigm. I work with myself 24 hours a day, so I am being bathed in scalar energy 24 hours a day. And because I'm in a different paradigm, I've slowed down my decay, my my degradation. I've, I've eliminated disease. It's a different dimension that I'm in. When I'm in, in this scalar energy instrument 24 hours a day, I am slowing down aging. I'm slowing down t- time, if you will.
0: So what are some of the things people have said who've worked with you?
1: I go on, on record by stating a scalar energy instrument The ones I've developed at least will allow me to control the molecular structure of a pathogen, a germ. And I've developed a process that is, I think, unique to to my work, in which I can guarantee the destruction, the breaking down, the disassembling of viruses, bacteria, and fungi. Now, if I can, by extension of that comment, if I can prove that, and I have been proving it, then I've discovered the easy way to eradicate pathogens. From people and animals,
0: so, so including COVID.
1: That. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go on record by saying during this pandemic, the people that have worked with us and our subscribers—they're—they're they're all healthy. Um, mm-hmm. Nobody has, has succumbed to COVID.
0: So you know, look, there's obviously fear is a very, very, very um, detrimental thing, mm-hmm. and we've seen this country millions of people worldwide gripped with fear, the fear of getting COVID, you know? Um, if you were to remove that fear with scalar energy from a mental standpoint, right? Um, do you believe that a transformation of the way in which society sees yeah. these pathogens would, would occur? Yes, yes.
1: And, and that's, that's the end game, Greg. Thank you. That's the end game. That's why I want to heal the world it's not only to to alleviate pathogenic disease but it's to introduce a new way of thinking I don't want people to live in fear I want them to be confident
0: right right well there's been a lot of obviously fear so and explain to our listeners you how scalar energy assembles and maintains all physical forms. Because that's a pretty big statement. Yes, it is. Yes, it
1: is. (laughs) If you look at the universe, you have order out of chaos. Well, what orders the universe? It's God. God's divine mind, the logos. So what is the logos? It's scalar energy. So light, starlight and sunlight, produces the intelligence to hold together all matter. So what is my point? I am looking at this paradigm, scatter energy, and I'm saying this provides the geometry, not only of the stars, not only of the planets, but also of molecules. And I can prove that in a microscopic sense because microscopically, I can break down the geometry of viruses, bacteria, and fungi. And when I break down the geometry of my Microorganisms, they fall apart. How do I break apart the geometry, the molecular structure of microorganisms with my scalar energy instrument?
0: Mm. And I
1: can do that readily. It's a simple and proven dependable process. So, with scalar energy, working at the microscopic level, I have mastery over germs, microbes. Now, if I can provide that mastery over germs, then eventually, by way of extension, we should be able to master the Physical universe scalar energy should give us control over all atomic and molecular forms, but remember, the animating force is always scalar energy. So whether it's the molecular structure of a virus or the molecular structure of a galaxy, it it is all undergirded by intelligence, scalar intelligence.
0: So, an off the wall question, but last time we talked, uh, you mentioned in one of your comments about the cabal. And I think that, uh, obviously, however this came about, this virus Mm -hmm. has created tremendous fear. And now you see the vaccinations and you see a lifting of fear, whether it's a placebo or it's not a placebo. It doesn't make any difference. The reality is somebody infused so much fear in so many people. Now, I'm going to say somebody, but I don't know. I don't know the origin that literally we ended up with a frozen state of economy of the world order of everything that's happening. What's the big picture there in your estimation? I believe. Why do you think this came about?
1: I believe COVID-19 is a man-made genetically engineered virus. And, And you have to ask yourself, why would you engineer a virus? And um. But besides some type of prophylactic measure, I would say that the design is to control the world. Yes, Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So um, explain how scalar energy is not bound by time or difference or distance, I should say.
1: Again, looking at this energy, scalar energy, if it really is divine, I believe it is directly from God. Then God transcends time and space. And once again, going back to our earlier discussion, if scalar energy is like a river, it's a river flows, and with that, you have a flow of water. And likewise, with scalar energy, it's a flow of time. Well, if that's the case, then scalar energy is the cause of time. And if scalar energy is everywhere, then scalar energy is the cause of all space, so to speak. So this this paradigm, this This supreme paradigm, scalar energy, transcends time and space because it's the cause of time and space. And when you are the cause of time and space, you're no longer subject to time and space. Time and space are subject to you. So what am I saying? Scalar energy, the mind of God, it holds holds everything together in the universe. It's responsible for the molecular geometry of the universe. And it's also responsible for time and space.
0: So again, Tom, one of the biggest concerns I would say most people walking the face of the earth have is death. Mm-hmm. And obviously for many people, there's a finitude, it's a finality, it's the end. Um, what is it that scalar energy might do to help somebody relieve that fear, both from a spiritual standpoint? and from a physical standpoint? I'd say from a, a, a
1: spiritual standpoint, once people realize that scalar energy, this this all-encompassing energy of the universe is from God, they'll realize that they're going back to God, that there mm. is really a, a truism behind the notion, the Alpha and the Omega. What comes from God goes back to God. So, this, this world, this is a pilgrimage, is a Christian I firmly believe that. and we're only here for a short period of time, you know, a uh, hundred years at best. that's a sh- that's a short snap snapshot in in history. Mm-hmm. So we are going back to God. We're going back to our source, going back to the Creator. So one thing we should really be t- take hold of and, and really be enlightened about is that scalar energy, this this all-encompassing principle of God, it's going to give us a a ease to go back to God. Death is not is not the end. Death is the beginning of your your supernatural spiritual life in heaven. Mm-hmm. So I, I I myself as a Christian, you know, I, I have a finite time, but I do want to go back to God.
0: So. Christianity normally doesn't have a belief well where Hinduism does and and Muslims and some of the other really Buddhism about reincarnation um, do you have not that this is so important, but do you have a personal belief in um, that happening to people or not?
1: I, I believe in one life no, I don't believe in reincarnation and, and okay. i don't I don't think it's necessary you have one life to live. And I don't think God is going to punish us by by having us live multiple lives. And I believe the ultimate goal is to go back to God. I firmly believe in the Alpha and the Omega. I believe we we were created by God, and at death we go back to God. This earth is simply a pilgrimage. You have to look at the universe in its totality or, or as best you can. We're just a snapshot in time.
0: So if you would um... – You say that there's these seven major chakras in the meridian points. How does scalar light help balance those?
1: You know, the chakras have been uh, identified by and photography, and I've seen those photographs. So they are indeed present. And when we photograph them, they are scalar energy centers. Mm -hmm. So our seven chakras are seven scalar energy centers. They're not electricity. So when I have a high-powered scalar energy instrument, I can interface, I can download into those seven chakras. So the best way to balance your chakras, besides prayer and meditation, is with a scalar energy instrument. And in so doing, many people tell me that after I balance their their brainwaves and their seven meridians, that their sleep is improved, or they are of a more tranquil uh, disposition. They're more peaceful. They're happier. Now, all of that is done by way of a photograph. So you, you can realize that I am not uh, – I am simply working with instruments. It's the instrument that is the animating force. This is not my my ability as a as an operator because I'm only working with your photograph.
0: Yeah, and I find that working with the photograph, that if, if you're picking up the energy and then putting it in to the devices that you've created, uh, that it's providing – uh exactly as you say the ability to transform um the I'm gonna say the structure, molecular structure uh of an individual as a result. And my all my listeners, whether you're a believer or not a believer, it's probably worth taking these 15 free um sessions that Tom's willing to give you, which again I say is a very generous uh, offer. And the, where you can get those is if you go to scalerlight.com and then you'll see a sign up page. We'll have a direct link to that sign up. Um, all you need to do is put in your email address and your name. Um, and then I presume, Tom, you'll be in touch with them. Is that how it works? That's okay. right. That's right. Okay. All
1: we ask is that you upload your photographs, email your photographs. You may include family members. We'll allow you to send as many as seven or eight photographs of family members and include your pets. Your pets will benefit. I have a St. Bernard, and I treat my St. Bernard Mm -hmm. on a daily basis, and I have a very healthy St. Bernard.
0: Well, you know, St. Bernard, I have a little uh, terrier mix from the border, so I'm going to send a picture of her when I send mine in because I'm going to do it and see how it does. Uh, Tom, what would you like the people um, to leave this show with? If, If you were to leave them with, Three points you'd like to make, because we've talked about a lot during the last forty minutes, but I want to just give you an opportunity to kind of summarize it.
1: Sure. So, my work as a researcher, Scalar Light, I've I've really looked into and I've peered into the very mechanism, the, the very uh, the, the very cause of the universe, which is God. So, what am I going to leave the the audience with? What I've discovered through science, through through discovery, you can discover. And and you could find by way of prayer, by way of meditation. You don't need a scalar energy instrument. And what I'm trying to inculcate is scalar energy is that pathway, that pathway to God. Prayer, meditation is that pathway to God. And there's many ways to God. I found one of those ways is by way of this light, scalar light. And what I'm trying to to accomplish is to show everybody that. That united, this world will do so much better than w- what we're doing now. There's too much confrontation. That there are answers out there that we have to think outside the box. And I would hope people would would open up to prayer and meditation. And perhaps they'll, you'll see that the analog to prayer and meditation is scalar light.
0: Well, I would also think that people doing this, it's going to be people talk about, oh, I have a hard time meditating or I can't go beyond 10 minutes because I have the monkey mind. But I think scalar light would be much more expeditious in their journey to reach that one source, whatever you've got, whatever they want to call it. Uh, Because I have all kinds of faiths listening to this show. So the reality is, is that whoever that is, whatever that is for you, scalar light is going to make the process I say, more expeditious um, because of what you're actually doing with the chakras and the alignment and everything you're doing with their energy field. So I think that's great. So for my listeners, we're going to have a link to Tom's website at scalarlike.com. We'll also put a link in so that you can go directly to the page to sign up. Um, For those of you who want to know more, there's a couple of videos there. You can see Tom with his equipment. Uh, You can learn everything you need to know. Tom, it's been a pleasure having you on Inside Personal Growth, sharing your experience with this, your years and years of study, Hieronymus, uh, Nikola Tesla, uh, and I think it's worth people exploring. Um, So, you know, give it a chance. What do you have to lose, right? Fifteen free sessions. You have nothing to lose. So thanks so much, Tom.
1: Thank you, Greg. Thank you.